<laughs> you were wearing two pairs of glasses. I was. That's class, my thing now. I've developed um, I've developed short sightedness, uh, near sightedness. I can't read without my glasses. Right. So I keep them with me at all times because screw that. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to walk around. Stevie just got like I guess it would be bifocals, and I think it's very yeah. trying. Uh, yeah, I I tried them <laughs> and I couldn't stand it. I got yeah. I got like transitions bifocals like so you don't have that hard line but just like this part of the glasses is this and this is that and I, yeah. I had it worn for about a week I said fuck this I can't <laughs> I can't read everything like this and look at everything with my head tilted down so <laughs> right I, so I've got my my reading glasses on a, a rope around my neck like a like an old person because that's what I am now. <laughs> Sweet. And, that works out. I mean, Speaking of old people. Yeah, meanwhile, Ryan is probably uh, in his underwear. <laughs> Didn't study for the test. Got it's, to school in his it's underwear. Hilarious because last week when we scheduled this week, I was I even like 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 a teacher or a parent. Okay, everybody put it down in their calendar. Yes. Right. And then I jokingly said, Yep, I'm putting it down for two thirty PM because right. I had made that mistake the week before. I think I think it was supposed to be two thirty. That week, I, I, I yeah, because I think I just put two in my phone just so I knew basically when Ready. it was. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, but well, that, <laughs> that helps. I a little. think we did it. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so speaking of fuck ups, <laughs> okay, go on. I was going to bring this up last week and I didn't. Um. Uh, which I should have, because I, I was already in the midst of being completely frustrated that there were two Darmalars feeds in Apple Podcast. Right. Um, somewhere along the way, uh, a, a second feed emerged. Just no, who and, knows? Mm-hmm, no, it idea. just happened. Yeah. So uh, I can control one of the feeds <laughs> and not the other. <laughs> Which should not now be. the right, but the problem for me is the feed I wasn't able to control was uh-huh. our original from 2006. So that's so, crazy. So the newer feed that I can control, like, didn't have any star ratings, didn't have like proper, um, it was just, it was just like new. It was, it was this like brand it new just, feed, like, just brand new feed. Without all the years of followers and 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 great reviews that everybody left um, throughout the years and stuff like that, so it was kind of frustrating that I couldn't get to that. Yeah, and so I contact Apple, and Apple's like, "Cool, all you have to do is prove that this old feed is yours." I'm like, "Terrific!" And they said the best way to do that is there's a verification code. It's like a six number code, and sure. you could put that six number code. In your copyright field, okay, and then at, by in the, you in the there, feed, they'll see that and be like, "Oh, this guy does own this old feed from 2006." You clearly control the feed because you were able to put the code. <laughs> so, in so I don't know where Apple was pulling the information from the old feed, and mm-hmm. I was like, I think it's coming from the WordPress backend, okay, which doesn't have a copyright field. So there's no way to put that code in there. No. So what I did was anything I did have control over, I put the six-digit six number. So I don't know. If you were on the old feed, you probably saw for a week that this was Darmalar 6825368. <laughs> and uh, the description of our show was a lost podcast 6821356. <laughs> I put it everywhere. And I said, Trisha, listen. Trisha Tanaka is 65823A. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I only did it in the in the in the fields that were on, not on any of the episodes because I don't want to go back. But I said, listen, I said, I said, I realize this is pulling from a WordPress feed and not our RSS. And certain shows, certain episodes, like the WordPress updates, you know, we update it every week, but it it doesn't want to let the rest of the internet know that we've put up new shows for the last four weeks. Oh, okay. So it's, so I'm like, I, I just, I just, I just need control. And so I sent him a, a email response saying, Hey, listen, 
<laughs> I don't have a copyright field. I put the number wherever I can. If you want, if you want to give me a phone call, I feel like my voice is pretty unique that you right. realize that I'm the guy talking on the show. Yeah, um, that's... <laughs> I just, I just, I just want the feed because, because it, it, you, you know, it used to be whatever you did on your feed, Apple would pull it and just display it. However they displayed it. But in the last 10 years or so, they created a thing called Apple podcast connect, oh. which allows you to sort of, connect how you're viewed on apple podcasts right so i'm like once once i can get to this once you can give me the access in apple podcast connect everything's better and so yep. they're like okay they're like we're pretty sure this is you <laughs> so, right <laughs> so they're like we gave you your feed and i'm like terrific thank and you i finally got that fix and i got that email while I was spending seven hours transferring all my apps and Photoshop and stuff to a new user on my Mac because last week's desktop debacle also included my documents. So, and I found that I did oh, no. lose some things that I really didn't want to lose. Um, so it's things like, okay, so I move, I move everything over to a new user. So now I have two users on my desktop, a Ralph Apple and a Ralph D. Apple. And the Ralph D. Apple's the new one and the old one. So so I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I got everything over here. And I go into Photoshop. Shit, I don't have any of my fonts. Go to the uh -huh. other user and like pull like 300 fonts, put them in the shared drive, go to the mm -hmm. other account, drop them in. I'm good. Perfect. And then you just kind of keep doing your daily routine and work until you find something that you're That's missing. missing. Right. <laughs> so you go back over there. And so it was like seven hours of that. And in the middle of that, um, uh, to get to that point, I went through three IT people on chat, all wonderful people. Uh, I went through right. a senior advisor named Dakota. Dakota was very, very pleasant, uh, a very smart dude. Could not for the life of him figure out what was going on. It's just my <laughs> computer couldn't find the desktop or document folders. Anyway, they just cease to exist. And every workaround that I did, because because I don't just like calling. I don't know. Like you you want to give it a try. Service. Like, yeah. yeah, I can. I'm, I'm savvy enough. But Dakota was like, um, he's like, I'm a senior <laughs> like <laughs> Apple support person. And, and um, I don't know what's going on. I, he's like, I don't get it. I'm going to put you in touch with Alex, who's like okay. a senior senior. And so I'm on the phone with both of them. And he's like. Man, I don't know. You said your other. You said you created a new account and things could save your desktop and all that stuff. I was like, yeah. He's like, man, it's gonna be a long day, but it's probably just <laughs> best to just start moving <laughs> stuff over there. I'm like, I was like, I was afraid I'd have to do that, but it's one of those things where, like, you know, I have like video files for uh, my other podcast, including like an end screen that has like the the scroll of all the uh, Patreon folks. Both of you are mm -hmm. on there, which I which I which I'm super thankful for. Um, again, fonts right. completely gone. Right. And so I have to like go and readjust stuff, but oh, it's like slowly, but surely it was like seven hours of, of dealing with the computer. And then, um, but then I got the news that we now have full control of the old Darmalars feed and the new feed is, uh, is um, no more. Which, okay. which prompted Ben to be like, hey, where's the show? Yeah, I'm trying to listen to the show. It's, it's not coming up. <laughs> it's not there because you were on the new feed. And you probably yeah. didn't know that was a new feed because no, no. there was no way to di differentiate between the two except for uh, uh, last week when it was Darmalar 682543. <laughs> that's, that's what I would have done. Yeah. So I'm assuming – uh, uh, you, the listener, are listening to this now. One would hope. We're going to broadcast this. Sure. How, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need. They need to know what's going on. But try. also, um, if you're not listening to this, you can always find us at darmalars.net every episode. <laughs> if you're not listening to this, let us know because that would be really interesting. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> this might be this might be a great public service announcement for people who listen to the Darmalars Roundup only. Oh yeah, that's so right. James, they might catch if you can make sure you 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 put in this very vital information into that, 
and also let, let let people know that yeah that's that's going on but yeah so the, the long story short is we have one feed and it's the old feed so hopefully some random person from 2008 is, is still subscribed and they'll like, get like a, an update yeah 13 episodes of sweet tooth and three of get back and uh, I guess why the last oh, man. There's a show. Um, <laughs> but we we got but, together before Sweet Tooth, right? That's what I'm trying to remember. Like, what did yeah. we do right before Sweet Tooth? Yeah, we did a couple. We did a couple. Get back. But yeah, but no, but that was in between. I'm pretty sure. I thought Get Back was between Sweet Tooth seasons. Sweet Tooth, we did two other things. One was Get Back, uh-huh. and the other was there's another one. Last man. There, yeah, there was like one or <laughs> some other. One. Well, you know, well, thank you for Lost? Are you that talking about out. Lost? You're talking no, about no. Lost, right? That's the only other series. He means in between season one and season two of Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah, get back. Mm, yeah, get back. Yeah, that's right. It was get back. And nothing else. Get back to not watching that other show. Uh, well, thank <laughs> you for taking care of that. Like, that, I understand that was frustrating. You know, I, I, it's, it's, I was telling you on, on our chat that, like, it's always gratifying when the tech doesn't immediately fix the problem. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. good. That means I came to you with the problem. Like, yes. I don't want to be that guy. I'm not bothering want... you. Right. I don't yeah, want to be no. the, did you turn it on and turn it back off? You know what I mean? I feel I bad for it. Dakota for not knowing what it was. He'll yeah, never know what was it was. Exciting. I bet that's exciting because Something he new. probably knows 95% of all the answers. And this right. was a yes. chance to, like, I didn't get him out of his comfort zone. Right. Challenge he has him. my. He has my... Um, my case number that he can always refer to and see all the notes that all three of the first texts did all the stuff that that tech that he did. And then the one Alex after um, it could be like goodwill hunting and shit. They could probably maybe goes up on a board <laughs> Who ever in the office, <laughs> you know, like, like here's the, here's the, here's the thing. The unsolvable two feed situation. Yeah. Oh no, well, the feed that's... one's fine. The desktop one is the is the one that stumped them. The desktop was the harder one. The feed, the feed one they had the power over the whole time. It was just me verifying who I was. Oh, and right, I was right. literally getting to the I was literally getting to the point where I was just like, please listen to my show. Just listen to the show. Like and subscribe <laughs> to he my voice. Name... My voice is my passport. Very yeah, exactly. That's like that too. Yeah. He says his name is Ralph, like like somewhere. At least at one point during the show he says his name is Ralph. Right. Just listen to that part. Well, uh, I'm, and I'm happy. Yeah, because I didn't want to lose reviews. No, um, well, I mean, because I, just... I, there's the, there's the one that's always on the front page, and it's essentially like their foul language kills it for me. It's otherwise a good show. One star, <laughs> love it, love it, keep it. I want it's, that there. It will always be there, that's, and it's it's fine. It's important it's fine. and it's, real. It's the one star. It's the show. It's good, but the the potty mouth takes off four stars. <laughs> I that swear was, a lot. Oh man, that's some good swearing. If we can swear four star worth, I, I can see that as four star <laughs> review of our swears. Yes, oh, agrees. Yes. Which is fucking good. Yes, <laughs> it is. So Ryan, I was saying, um, you, you must have felt like you woke up uh, last day of school. You're, you're in your underwear. You, you didn't study for the test. This has been a week, but yes, I felt <laughs> very much like that. Can I and ask also, one I'm, question? I, yes. What's your one question? Is the recording time in your calendar in your iPad? It is not. Okay. Okay. But that okay. But Ralph was I, saying he, that was the deal. I don't like I, the I, deal. I don't blame like anybody but myself. I'm not like saying like you oh, guys. We don't, didn't we don't blame us either. No, no. <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. We've known each other for close to three decades, which yes. is a lot of time. Right. Jesus Christ. Okay. I, I know it's it's a little rough. I don't think we've ever planned anything a week in advance, ever, <laughs> with no follow-up. That's, I think I mean, it's because I had stuff to do. I think it's like, it's a three-day weekend. Let's get it Let's get it out of the way. And no, so it all makes sense. Have no sort of uh, uh, responsibilities. Just, yeah, just... For, for, same for me, because like I, I, we have volleyball, and Ryan had soccer, and so as soon as Ryan's soccer was over, I was like, okay, great, then we can do it on whatever morning I don't have volleyball, and record right. in the morning, which just makes the most sense to me. Like, record it, 
you know, when we're bright eyed and bushy tailed and get it done. And what's, what's also funny is this show is already completed airing this season. Yes. yes. And we can literally watch it whenever we, like, could. we can record Absolutely. on a Tuesday. We could, but we it takes the excitement away of like timing it to be finished like a minute right before we're supposed to start recording, which is not yeah. what I do. <laughs> it was just, yeah. I did, I did. I, 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 um, I actually really liked this episode. Uh, me too. This was Are you trying so to rub good. it in? No, no. Well, that's just, the, I, well tell, gonna tell me all about it. No, I. I'm Gus gets his antler. Gus gets his antler uh, sawed what? off. Um, Does he really? Uh, yeah. Bobby gets Look. shot. Oh great! Um, I missed that. <laughs> it's true. Uh, well, it's, he gets it's, he gets shot with a with a net. Yes, it was so it was true as far as he was saying. Yeah, but Bobby does shot he gets, he gets shot with a net gun, like because that's a thing that exists. they have that. <laughs> I mean, if, if if hybrids are such a thing, then sure. you should probably have a net gun in every Invent a net gun in case of emergency. A, a net gun sounds net. like something from like a like nineteen ninety eight the like Mickey Mouse Club? movie. Like, <laughs> oh, we got to get the net gun to reroute the encryptions or some <laughs> shit like that. No, that's actually James Gunn's wife, a net gun. She, uh, oh. and you know how he puts everyone in his movies. She's all oh, over who's, the place. who's she? Who's she? Uh, she, she plays Gamora. Oh, really? You I should have thought, I should have spent more time thinking that didn't work. Do you want to try that again? <laughs> yeah, sure. Ben, she plays really? I had no idea. Who, who does she play? Uh, Taser Face. Yeah, Taser Face. <laughs> Taser Face. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you yeah, want to try just, it again? Yeah, because I just <laughs> I thought you were going to say Nebula. Sullivan. <laughs> Chris Sullivan doesn't deserve me taking the role away from him. She's one of the Ravagers. She's one of the Ravagers at Yondu's funeral. There you go. Oh, okay. Spoiler Taylor alert. Taser Face's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Annette, Annette Face. <laughs> um. <laughs> But Ryan, yes, Abbott does cut off one of Gus's one of antlers. antlers. Yeah, he saws for what it reason? Off. To, to like put him in to his place. Be an asshole. Yeah, he's tell he specifically tells Gus like I'm trying to make you afraid of me so you don't run around anymore. And like then he hauls out a saw. And I think that we talked about this before about how the antlers I don't think are like living. It's not like cutting off right. a finger where it would hurt. It's more like, it's like cutting off a fingernail. A fingernail. But I think, yeah. but isn't that like when, when animals shed their antlers, like there's blood and shit, like there's a Is circulatory that... system. Yeah. Huh. Haven't you well, seen I... those terrible pictures? No. It's I've... like, no, this is just normal. Like this, this deer looks like he's dying, but this is, this is normal. I've seen pictures, and I don't know if this is fake or real, but we're like, uh, like there a deer has another deer's head stuck on its antlers. Oh, that's that's oh, awesome! You're not looking it up to show us, are you? No, uh, don't show no. us. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm looking up to see. I'm just picturing, I'm like up. you know, in a killer semi truck movie, like where the bodies of the dead are on the grill of the truck. Is that a movie? Is that a trope? It should be a trope if it's not. Yeah, it, it, do you know it, what I'm talking? About? The end of Toy Story Three. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Smelly, smelly McGee. No, no why did you stop? Do that? <laughs> he literally said, "Don't show us." We could not be any clearer. There was oh, no. I thought, I thought for you that. were joking. I thought you were joking. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? Um, before we get too deep into the spoilers, there's something I wanted to tell you guys about. So, if you just have a minute to, if I can yeah. take a moment of your time, yeah, please. I, I feel like you have very important information that you must share. Yeah, um, I do. My interest is before feet. we proceed. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we just take a moment. Um, so yeah, there's this um, there's this show, Anti Tribeca, um, and it's currently <laughs> streaming on Hulu. If you want to watch that show, it's uh, it's on Hulu. That's where it's streaming. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank, Thank you for your time. You. you had me going for a second. You had Ryan going. No, I was 100. percent I, I suppressed all my smart ass instincts. I thought the I performance. I thought the performance was wonderful. You were Thank really. Good. I thought it was a very good performance. Thank you. Uh, theater major, that is, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> That's the Henry V uh, level claw. <laughs> yeah. I, I know because I've been to a play. You should know. Yeah. You, you... <laughs> there's, oh, what is it? Oh, there's like a, a, a very funny tweet where it's uh, the premise is someone who's only ever seen The Boss Baby watching the second movie. 
and he's saying, <laughs> we're getting real boss baby vibes from this. <laughs> and that's like, oh, Ruff, Ruff's all only seen Henry V. And he's like, oh, this is really like Henry V in here. <laughs> oh, I understand. Okay. I thought you meant in the Boss Baby franchise, but I now I understand. That is, there, it's quite the franchise. It is a franchise. There's yes. two, right? Yeah. And a show. Zero. And a show. Uh, probably the safest job great. for uh, probably the safest job for Alec Baldwin to stick to his voice work. Yes. 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 That's a good point. It is. Very, it seems like it would be very safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Sweet Tooth. Speaking season, of people in danger. Yeah, yes. exactly. Let's talk about Gus. Season two, episode five, what it takes. Oh boy. Now there's gonna it be was really good. It was really good. I'll watch it. Really it. I'll watch it. Yeah. And so, yeah. so, so tell me Gus, all about it. So Gus gets his antler hacked off, like we said, right? And then mm-hmm. he gets sent back to the pen with the hybrid kids. And okay. he's like ashamed and feels bad. And that is what causes Wendy to tell the other kids they should trust Gus again. Like, oh my gosh, poor Gus. He's one of us. We shouldn't have turned our back on him. We shouldn't have uh, folded our arms at him. And by the way, (laughs) if you did want someone on the inside, that's exactly what you would do. That's like, that would be a great move. You know, no one's thinking like that. These kids aren't that sophisticated, but uh, God damn it. These kids, these kids are, the, the, the tone of the show is hilarious. Yes. I feel like the director's given uh, each director's given one one shot to be goofy, <laughs> and and they always fully take it. Uh, last week it was the Shawshank Redemption, uh, oh or the kids the kids tumbling out of the door, right? Like cartoons. <laughs> this week, Ryan, yes, they're 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 escaping. Okay. And the kids go to look around the doorway down the hallway. Do they do it one by one? Yep, and they're stacked. There's no way. Fucking little rascals. That's like the little rascals. (laughs) My note is little rascals, and and I was like, okay, so here's the deal, right? This show's (laughs) allowing us to not be like it's. There's tense stuff in it, like a kid getting a piece of his body sawed off. Right, like, but there's still like we need to make sure that people understand that this is still entertainment and there's still fun to be had. But <laughs> it's little rascals. So it's that, so, so insane. There's no way that Penelope could be as high as she is at that angle. Yes, looking around yes. the corner. <laughs> no, you're right. So, so yeah, they took, they look around the corner like four or five of them, one at a time. And you gotta think that when they made that shot on the other side of the wall, they have like platforms or people holding the kids or something because yeah, yeah it doesn't work out that way. You would have to be six feet tall to be at the top of that uh, totem pole. Did the kid? Did the kids take their apple boxes before they escaped? Maybe that was it. Maybe they're standing Maybe. on the turtle. They could. <laughs> oh, like Yurtle. Oh, that's good. But it's no, dude. It's 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 so cartoony, and that, I don't know part, the tone of, what's the tone of the comic book. Is it isn't it pretty serious? It's very serious. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a lot more serious than than any of this. Um, and I think the the art tends to lend to that because the artwork is very. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say scratchy, rough. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've, well, that, I've seen the art. It's it's kind of a. a, a um, loose yeah not to imply that the guy's not good at art just these are the choices he's made right. like i don't want it right. to say it sound like he doesn't ha- know how to make something but yeah it yeah. is it's very loose and sketchy sort of um impressionistic at times yeah, yeah and, it, and it can't be very dark and it just don't, i don't think there'd be a scene in the comic where the kids look around the corner one after the other but this is a context yeah. of gus making his second escape attempt um mm-hmm. And gosh, I don't even know if we need to go back, but what, like, well, well, well I mean, how they escape, because well, I wanted to bring it up, is the tur- they, they, the, the bird girl mm-hmm. imitates the guard's voice. And when ah. they cut to the bird girl imitating the guard's voice, she sells it really well. It's a yes. really good, it's a really good bit. So right. the guard comes in, the turtle lays behind the guy, and they grab the porcupine kid to, to push him over the back of the turtle. Yeah. So the guy's and like, once the guy falls over, <laughs> Here we skunk go. boy, skunk oh, boy shit. spins around 
and starts spraying right in his face. And of course, the Duke can't close his mouth. He's like, oh, no, this is yeah. awful. And it's he opens getting his mouth in his as mouth. wide as possible. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> I hate this. Ah. <laughs> ah. Is that all you got? Maybe you should give me more. <laughs> and so this is all very, this is all, you know, the Wendy's Kids Club or, you know, uh, like oh, Wendy's kid- Kids Club. Wasn't that? Oh, that's Burger King's Kids Club. Burger, Burger King's, 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 Burger King's Kids oh, Club. But I still love it. But then. The kid in the wheelchair, they named him Wheels. Like, it's true. It's so awful. It's true. But then at the end of all this. He's IQ. Right. He's the fat one. He's, we call him diabetes. <laughs> but at the end of all this, like. Wheels what, Ontario. Each, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at the end of this, when each of them has their rule, it's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then he look, goes for his cattle prod. And Wendy's like, oh, you're looking for this? And she hits him with a cattle prod. Which is yeah. like next level. That's not quite totally. as wacky. And uh, <laughs> he falls over into the kibble bowl, and the kibble falls over him, just like, oh, in your face. You should have been feeding us kibble. Very, very like, oh, get a taste of your own medicine, jerk. Yeah. And then, I'm surprised and then that didn't go in his mouth. Right. Did I go in his mouth? Oh, kibble sucks. <laughs> I learned my lesson today. <laughs> I'll never be mean to hybrids again. Uh, he was reading before his his <laughs> before he got skunked in the face. He was reading how to win friends and influence people. Uh, <laughs> classic self help book. That's also pretty wacky. Yeah, I like to see what people are reading in a in a show. Um, so the hybrid kids I don't get know out reading books on screen. <laughs> and uh, Gus Gus does like a noble sacrifice moment where it's like the the guards are going to notice. Because Terry the turtle is too slow. He can't catch up. He's like on the other side oh, of the Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> That's on brand. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So like the guard's gonna catch Terry, so Gus says, Hey, follow me, you big dumb jerk. And he like draws everyone's attention away so uh... the kids can escape. Very noble moment. And it's like Gus's continuing story arc of he meets the kids, he lets them down, he's like, Oh, I shouldn't have lied to you. Then he gets hurt and they trust him again and now he does the right thing for them, a little sacrifice play. So that pushes it over the edge. Now he's he's totally redeemed. He's a hero. He's heroic, house, right? Okay, yeah. good. Good for them. But then the best thing happens. So Abbott's having this meeting with the three group, the group of three or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's uh, talk about these warlords. Three warlords, right? All right. Denim town. <laughs> denim. They're, they're, there's two kinds of Western. There's Western people wearing denim on horses and Western uh-huh. people wearing, like, suede in limos. Ooh. <laughs> Which one would you choose? With, with, with horns on the front. Right. So, so let me let me ask you this: We know that the Prius is a hybrid. Is are the, <laughs> is the limo is the limo with the bullhorns on the front also a hybrid? It just depends on if that yes. limo was made before or after the sick. Like you, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and then the third ones are hippies. Two types of Westerns yeah. are hippies who are still afraid of extraterrestrials. Is that I what think I got? so? And I think they think that the hybrids are. Magical. Sit down. Yeah. yeah, they call them Centauri. Whatever that's worth. Yeah. So about this meeting. <laughs> okay. Abbott's model that he rolls out. He has this giant model. Of Was like the a, model built before the crumble? So. Yeah, Did I he mention? That, okay. Yeah. Because when he when he brought the model, I was like, "Come on, who does he have on his squad that can make?" It's a model of like a planned community. It's got wind turbines. Uh, like all the houses, it's got a, the, th- a thick sheet of plexiglass to show like the the uh, ocean water oh, line, and there's like that, stuff yeah. underneath. It's like insane. And he's sitting there talking to to, to denim guys or or the other guys about how they need their energy sources to get this right. thing funded. And then he goes and flips a switch on this model, which the little turbines start going. And I'm like, where is he getting that energy from? Are we yeah, using this? Are you wasting energy on this model? We get the model. We know <laughs> we know that there's going to be lights, and we know that there's going to be wind. But you got to sell it. You got to make it. Some people can't make the connection in their mind. Yes. You really have to. It, to yeah. So it's a worthy investment of energy. That's right. On board. It's this basic. It's this new Epcot called Evergreen, and he wheels out yeah. the model. And clearly, like the, he, I think the government or the military designed and built this town, and his. This is what he brings to the three. Is like, hey. I found this place. Let's go take it over. We're going to go live there. And each of you bring 150 of your, your best people with us. And we're going to take over the town. There was one thing about the model that led me to believe that Abbott built it. What was that? Is that there was, 
<laughs> no, it was it was it was a town. It looked like a, it looked like a little like a Edward Scissorhands town. Okay, but right. up on the hill was a mansion. Yeah, <laughs> which clearly was where Abbott was gonna live. Se- the separate place where it's like, oh, <laughs> here's our plan. Maybe he added. Be. He probably added that part of it. He, he yeah, put went to Michael's and just found one and and just slapped it on yeah, top of some right. hodgepodge or whatever. Not gave some um, racing stripes. He also talks about the, <laughs> yeah. the 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 doc comes in and talks about the new strain of of crumble disease, mm-hmm. a doomsday strain. And then he he overlays where this the area that'll hit over. He overlays it on a on a, a map of the United States, and it seems to hit every single spot on. Uh, in the United States, except for Florida, right? Yeah. Hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. Is, it, there's is, a, is there anything? It, it, I don't know if maybe Florida's Humidity? already dead. Like, because we're yeah. talking about here, the crumble took ninety eight percent of the population, so we're down to two percent. And it doesn't make sense to me, by the way, in this context, to care about the whole United States. That's too big of an area to try to do anything with also who is it if is it there there's not people in every single spot so how that's what i'm trying to say yeah Yeah. exactly so maybe i feel like maybe everybody sort of west of the rockies might have an issue right but that i don't see it getting over to the other side unless they're still i mean there are airplanes and stuff but but we don't they don't have the same vectors for transmitting a disease like they did before the crumble that's what the crumble means you know, yeah. I, I don't see how one strain could be everyone's problem. And also, we don't know what sort of areas these big three and Abbott control. Um, right. I don't think are we still to... are we still up in the Pacific Northwest? Are we still around like Washington or I think Oregon? so. I'm assuming they, we are. Yeah, because it's like they didn't go that far from right. the, the old area where they were before. So I, I think so. I, I don't know if we ever find out where Essex City is. But, but oh, um, <clears throat> Mrs. Zhang, who's the leader of the uh, suede Western people, uh, <laughs> she God, he tells so funny. <laughs> they've got two different types. He tells uh, Abbott mentions to her that she's still at war with someone called the Baron. So that makes me think like, just there's these big three, but that's not everybody. There's still other factions. Yeah, factors these are like the big three in like Washington, but right. maybe the Baron is an organ. Or maybe yeah, she's or... talking about Bear and she just misheard the way her name was maybe. said. Maybe they're trying or to tie those two storylines, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Right. So so they, he gets we've had for a couple of episodes now Abbott trying to get the big three together and he gets them together and it's for a timeshare presentation. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> disappointing. Like, I want you all to come live in Evergreen, my planned community. Well, not you all, just some. Well, just some. That's, That's right. the problem. So how does that go over? Well, because that's where the episode uh, gets well, cool. It seems like it's going over pretty well. Like I, I'm like, okay, he just he's you know, uh, but Gus. But here comes ends Gus up crashing the meeting. Gus jumps right in between Abbott and the rest of the people that he's pitching to, and just starts talking his mouth off and just saying everything that a hybrid doesn't say, and just like. And Abbott, of course, it's wants to be like, great. shut up, shut him up. Yeah, but yeah. but Mrs. Zhang is like, no, I want to hear what he has to say. So Abbott's kind of stuck. Like normally, yeah. he would just have his guards take him away, and like, no, no big deal. Yeah, hey, a hybrid crash in there. Sorry, you know they're wily. But no, Gus needs to gets to tell them like, we're not your enemy. The sick is, we're people too. Blah blah blah. Just like saying all these words. Yeah. And uh, and you could tell that Zhang was interested. And I so was Gus, so stoked. When we just the when I when when Gus was kind of away, clear of of the guards and stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, the meeting's still going on. Like, <laughs> like I really want Gus to do this. And then when he did it, I was like, Gus did it. <laughs> it was I was so stoked. I was like, I was like, dude, this is the most badass thing Gus has done. Yeah, it was cool. Even even at the beginning when he was like trying to stand up to Abbott and sort of like just give him a dead stare and just like. Like uh, uh, I don't know what you call that. What, is it, what do you call that? Uh, mad dog. He's just like right. mad dogging Abbott the whole time at the beginning, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty badass. But like him deciding to just because because as a kid, when I was a kid, and my parents were like had friends over, 
like it took a lot to like walk into that room and like talk to your mom about like, Hey, I need this. Right. Because you knew it's like, this is the grownups time and I, I'm having fun playing, but if I, there's something I need, like it takes that courage. And so for, for like Gus to like go into that situation against the guy who just cut off his antler and these other like adults, like it's, and plus the whole thing is he's trying to escape. And to right. go right into the, the the lion's den, it's it was like, oh my god, this is badass. This is this is the fucking coolest thing ever. Right, it's the opposite of escaping, but he has to do it because it, it, this yeah. is his opportunity. And uh, and I think he says his piece, and he says it well. He even brings up his pubba, which in what what again with Gus being yeah. ignorant, he has no idea that no one knows what the fuck you're talking about when you say pubba. And my pub always said that you shouldn't do this. <laughs> what your what son? <laughs> Oh, oh, he just doesn't know anything. He's just a sweet summer <laughs> He's child. He's a dumb deer boy. He's <laughs> just a dumb little deer boy. Uh, Speaking so, of dumb boys. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if we, if we want to get into Are we this. talking about sweater um, vest? No. We can, get into, we can get into that a little bit. Okay. But um, what the fuck is going on with Bobby? Yeah. Last week he made it out into uh, like a, some sort of civilization. There was some sort of town. Right. And then all of a sudden he just shows back up at the zoo. Well, no, he wasn't to get captured. He wasn't at the zoo. He was still outside. I think he's. he's but he he's was. But, but he was there though, because he was where 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 big man shot the flare. Right, which was like outside of the zoo. But it's still why did why is he there? Because he, he seems to have gotten better? away to like yeah. a town. I, I mean, who the... is he going to turn to? Right. I think that the, one of the problems is you sent you sent Bobby, like okay, great, we'll send Bobby. He's the one that is not very smart and also looks entirely like a. a it's who who look. left Farley in charge of the bees. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> our ambassador Bobby will go find help for us. Yeah. No, no. So what what happens with Jep is he Jep has decided that if Amy's going to tell him he can't have Gus, then fuck Amy. And he fires off a flare and makes contact with the last men and says, look, you've got, the, you've got Don Carnage coming. I'm going to tell you when. You know, I'm going to sell out Amy and all the Air Lords Jesus. if you just give me Gus. Like, fuck you. You know, ties are broken. The, you know, I don't owe Amy anything anyway. And I guess I kind of get it, man. Yeah. What would if you do? Goes, it's his if goal. She, if she goes in there and wins, he doesn't get Gus. Yeah, and he doesn't right right now. He's him. he's already lost too much. Uh, Ryan, at the beginning of the episode, uh, he mm-hmm. finds his family. Oh, his family is given to him in the past in a duffel bag. Oh, with with like <laughs> and probably in a duffel lot. bag. Yeah, a duffel bag that looks about the size of two human heads, it's approximately. And so I was yeah. like, please don't look in the bag. I mean, you got to know, though, right? You right. got to, you got to, like, you got to, like, have confirmation that it's them. Well, I'm sure they wanted uh, to get out because it's probably hard to breathe in there. So, yeah, like, no, yeah, without that, 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 but... that was mm-hmm. a so, concern yeah. for them. No, w- w- uh, because there was, like, holes in the side and they could breathe. And Not so much. No, no, oh. they didn't have to think about that. No. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> they... like, uh, like, air tank or maybe it was, like, a mesh material? When we say that they were in the bag. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got that. Yes, they were in the bag, and they probably wanted to get out really quickly. Well, it was more like parts of them, but they weren't all connected Squishy together parts. anymore. Well, I mean, when you go through something that emotional, it kind of breaks you right. up. You know, you're never a whole person again. Yes. Right. yes. So they, I can, right. I can it, understand right. that they were changed right. by the experience. I and the sound effects sure. of the bag were really squishy. <laughs> really squishy. So I I, I like the that the, the big man is like it's he's like you know what I lost too much and if 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 uh Wendy or Ann Annie or who's the mom Annie. when the Annie. mom is willing to go just like sort of drop bombs and attack this place with her kid inside big man's like fuck it I just want to make sure my kid's safe. Uh, he's lost too much and it's like they were fine on their own um and uh uh audible gasp from stevie when when we got the reunion of big man and gus big man and his kid oh yeah 
It was terrible. Ryan, a lot happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel I feel bad spoiling it, but um, it's a it's no, no, a great no, this moment. Is, this is hundred percent my fault. I, it's, it's okay. No, I, I know. I but we want you to we want you to enjoy the show. Right. I will enjoy. And I'll, I in fact, I'll well. enjoy it more because now I'll know. I'll feel more connected to this conversation and and you guys, whom I love very much. There you go. Thank you. Um, Which uh, leads to when when Big Man is meeting with the last man and like trying to make his deal, and they're all having conversation, and all of a sudden, hey, why is the ground shaking in in this little spot? Why is the dirt turning up? And everyone comes and gathers around, and who pops out through the hole but good old Mr. Robert, the gerbil boy. (laughs) Do we find out what kind of animal he was? I know. I it doesn't have a not... beaver tail. It's something that digs. It's got to be like a mole, right? Or gopher. gopher but he doesn't look like a gopher. He's a gopher. He looks more like sure. a gopher. He looks more like a gopher. Let's say gopher. So Robert the oh gopher boy. What? Too, bad he didn't, too bad he didn't pop up in, uh, in Denim Town. He would have fit right in. <laughs> With his overalls. <laughs> Bobby pops out of the hole and he says, Pismo Beach. <laughs> and all and the cleans you can eat. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I like that a whole lot. So Bobby um, pops up in the middle of this thing and the last men are like, shoot him with a net gun, with a net gun. And like, but he says, big a, man. He's, yeah, he's, oh yeah, he smells him. He knows that he's a big man because he recognizes him from dog. He's uh, so he specifically oh. says, big man. And he's like, how do you know me? You know, Gus? And <clears throat> this was this is a bit that's a bit too far for me. Maybe not. I don't know. But the big man's looking at him. It's and a puppet, like, it's a puppet gerbil. Okay, go ahead. Not that part. It's <laughs> it's the part that big man's oh. looking at him, and we know it's a, a moment for big man. He has. We've seen his past with the hybrids. We've seen his past with his own. We know what choices he's made. And in that moment, when he's trying to decide what to do, we actually hear echoes of like the hybrid kids that he kidnapped, like screaming and complaining oh, and yeah. stuff. And that's yeah. when he makes the decision to help Bobby, and he starts beating on the last man, just enough to get Bobby out of the net and send him back into the hole. And then they capture him. So now Big Man is captured. I thought Big Man escaped. No, he gets captured and taken back to the zoo because oh, so he's Gus, just in the cell next to because Gus finishes Bob's proposal and. Mm-hmm. Decides to run away, and who helps him but Johnny? Who, yeah, I, I, I really Johnny? like Johnny. Is that the brother? Uh, Johnny Abbott. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I really like him. Yeah. But I know he's not going to make it. I know he's not going to make it, and it sucks. I think you're right. But for now, what Johnny did is he like he put the curtain back down. Like They had lifted the curtain to reveal Evergreen, and so Gus runs by it, and he brings the curtain down, so he helps Johnny. He helps, Johnny helps Gus escape. And I, I don't want to spoil it because it was so cool, but the, the, the best moment of the episode we've been waiting for for five episodes now is Gus is running around inside the um, the tunnels of the zoo trying to escape, and he hears Jep say, Sweet Tooth? And oh, there's Jep man. in his cage, and they have their, their moment, and it was amazing, and I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> I um. Yeah, I, I, I really like Johnny. I kind of want Johnny to just run off with uh, Singh's wife and be happy somewhere. <laughs> no, or, why? Or, or that they, or they sounds they... miserable. I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess not. She's, but she she treats him right. She's the only one treating him right. I want I want awesome. Abbott. I, I wouldn't mind Abbott just leaving and going and having Evergreen with Doctor Singh and then leaving the zoo to Johnny and the hybrids to live the way that Wendy was before. I don't know. Yeah, but, maybe. But they need the hybrids. But for the thing is, do they? I don't know. I don't know. That's oh, that's the thing because Gus was like Gus oh, was like. You can't just cut the, me up. It's, the hybrids aren't your problem. The sickness is. Yeah. Like these don't, these aren't, you know, we have nothing to do with the other. Uh, I don't know. I, I like John. He's going to die. You know, he's going to die. He's, it's just, I don't know. Well, I don't know. He's, 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 he seems like too good of a character. 
But then, but then, like Abbott catches up with them, and he he's like mad at him, and he slaps him a good one. But that's it. And then after that, it's like you can tell they have this terrible relationship where Abbott's gonna hit him, but then also he just gives him a hug, like, "Oh, you're my brother, Johnny. Why did you make me hit you?" That kind of terrible thing. And so yeah. I just don't know. Like I don't like we were talking about last week. How could Johnny go too far? If he he already let he already helped Gus escape, and that yeah. wasn't too far. So I don't know. It's gonna he be like a moment of frustration. Can I flip right. this? Yeah. So instead of how is Johnny gonna meet his end, how is Abbott gonna meet his end? Who's gonna get him? Is <laughs> There's a lot of people that who gets unpredicted. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, is it gonna be Gus? No, probably not. They're not gonna turn him into a murderer. Um, Jeb needs some sort of redemption, right? Like he he's yeah. turned his back on his killing ways. I think it's the brother is going to be the undoing. That would so be it's not good. Well, I mean, right I, I, now, I'm just thinking of it that way. Right now, it seems like Abbott's running out of friends, um, and right now he has this new cowboy lady, right, in the limousine, um, who mowed down the other two factions. So now it's just her and Abbott. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 pretty crazy, and I feel like I feel like he needs her more than she needs him. Definitely, uh, he he and doesn't. So need... he's like he he's no longer the big fish in his little pond. It, 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 like a bigger fish came around. Yeah, especially as she far as a, as far as right with horns on it. As far as Evergreen goes, his whole pitch was the hippies give us uh, energy because they could do air power and wind power. Uh, the blue denim. I can't even remember security. Uh, what Miss Jang had was ag- agriculture. But if you think about mm-hmm. it, he doesn't list anything that he brings to the table other than evergreen. Cure, supposedly. Anyone... Oh, yeah, the cure, supposedly. There you go. That's what it yeah. is, really. But, I mean, she can knock him off and keep seeing for herself. Just as easily as she did. Because I mean, that's the thing. He, he goes to talk to her. She's about to leave because Gus blew up the whole proposal and nobody wanted to listen to him anymore. So everyone's taken off, but uh, Abbott talks to Mrs. Zhang. By the way, she, he can't marry her. She's clearly married. It's Mrs. Zhang. I mean, maybe she kept her married name. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, you're totally right. I'm just saying. Uh, her husband and, or wife died or something? I don't know. You know, I don't know. And so that's what she mowed mm-hmm. everyone down. <clears throat> Yeah, but then the 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 fucking episode ends with you hear the droning of an airplane, and we see all of our characters in the different places where they are. Like, look up, like, oh shit, an airplane. Pretty much uh, in the zoo. Right, well, all of the zoo. Yeah, different places in the yeah. zoo. Except so for Baron mean... and Kyle XY are not there, but well, they're no, what... they're showing up. They're oh, showing so up they, with they will with be tiger. There. Yeah, with because they captured tiger from the animal army. Bear ran into her old friends. So does Tiger give up Bear's cover? She has to Kyle X Y. But it's gonna happen, right? Like, how do you two know each other? They're gonna chat. Well, I mean, you have to see how it's played out. It's or is is Tiger in the duffel bag too? (laughs) Tiger's not in the duffel bag. Okay, Tiger's in a different bag. So mixing up the medicine. (laughs) We hear the airplane, and then here comes. A parachute, and we get the uh, the awesome aerial shot. The of parachute, the yeah, the parachute made of one of the banners. It's got one a, of it's the got Abbott a, banners, an Abbott banner, and then but they put X's on his eyes, and it says like I like that uh, special delivery for Abbott, and what's yeah. on the parachute? The walkie-talkie, and it comes to the ground, and Abbott picks it up and turns it over, and on the front of the walkie-talkie, it says, "Knock, knock." And oh. then as soon as he presses the button, it cuts to black. So it could be a bomb. It could be dead <laughs> yeah, next episode. Yeah. Again, so we, we've been talking about this like nonstop uh, this season. But mm-hmm. it's only eight episodes, and they really fly with the story. So, Ryan, you missed a whole lot of story this episode. I know. I and know. You don't need to keep saying it. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, hey, we're sitting here wondering how Abbott's going to die or drive. Abbott could be dead as far as we know. The split second after he presses that button, yeah, that would be, it could be funny, to die off screen, <laughs> like and everybody just dusts off their hands. No, it's gonna it's gonna noises. open up, and he's gonna he's gonna be holding it, press the button, and it'll explode. Explode. Like, that it would, would be, be amazing. I think that's gonna happen, but that would be incredible. I would, I would. But they, totally I mean, they set it. up. They already set up this Baron, and they set up this lady in the limo. 
So it's like, is Abbott even necessary at this point? Could, no. could, could he just blow up and now Johnny takes over and where everyone lives happily at the end of season two, but there's still more story to tell? Well, if, I, if I don't know if, if you would do that to somebody that you've invested a season and a half in building up just because you see one person run over somebody else. Like that's not an even swap. I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to meet his end. I think there's, it might transition over time. It's probably I, most I don't likely think it's going to be that abrupt. Yeah, it's probably most likely a walkie-talkie. But if I'm the, the the guy who has to do the episode after Ralph writes that it's a bomb and Abbott explodes, <laughs> I would run with that. I would I would see like what we could do with that. I could. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but that would be really fascinating. It's almost like tough. a Rise of Skywalker situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to do it. It turns out, no, of... it's not a bomb. Right. What we said yeah. in the last movie, that wasn't true. It's not a bomb. So we're, we're going to do But like we're... Snoke's still dead. Right. I'll take that right. part. So who's bigger than, yeah. I'll pick and choose. So I'm saying, but at least they, at least they set up there's, uh, there's another person also oh, playing right. the strings. Like, like this season's really focused on Abbott. I don't remember Abbott being such a big presence in the last season. No. It was sort it of was... a looming presence. Right. It was building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, the and last this is how many episodes do we have left? God, this was two, ep- three, five. So, so three, six, seven, eight. Yeah, three. So three more episodes. Yeah, it might be too soon. It's probably a walkie-talkie. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the way they put the way they move the story along. It could be anything. And what they what is great is when he goes to press a button, we don't know. And the fact that they cut there is telling us like, hey, you have some time. It, I mean. Everybody else just watched the next episode right away, right. but it's 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 kind of it's kind of fun again it watching is. it weekly, and and you know the way this is the 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 story just kind of scoots along. You're like, ah, uh, it could be either way. So, so as excited that, as you are, mm-hmm. as excited as you are for the next episode, are you going to watch it immediately after we're done recording, or are you going to wait until next weekend? I'll wait till next weekend. Okay, yeah, that's how we've been doing it. I actually okay. watched the last week's episode yesterday because Stevie didn't uh, catch it last week. Oh, that's nice. I, I was able to that. watch two episodes of Sweet Tooth before our scheduled recording time. Oh, nice. good. You had that time. That's great. <laughs> I thought it was a great episode. Always it's a great episode, dude. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. No, I, I know you're going to watch it this badly. I'm sorry. I know. I, I but, but you're going to, I mean, I, I'm hoping you still, it's still, well, you're going to like it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it because I want to watch it. Yeah. It's a good show. All right. So uh, only thing we didn't touch on it real quick is uh, Singh and Ronnie and how she straight up actually said this time, I'm not going to take the cure if it means killing her. She said hybrid. She just said kids. Children. Yeah. She said children. And same with with Johnny. That was what Johnny said to Abbott. Abbott's like, it's like, well, you know, you do all this shit to me and all this, whatever, blah, 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 giving you so many chances, whatever. But, but Johnny says, yeah, but they're children. Dougie, Dougie, they're children. Like, yeah. He's trying to get oh, through called them. Like, is, do we know that that was Dougie. his first name? We, we knew his name was Doug, Doug I think. Yeah. yeah. But Dougie, but that's awesome. Dougie, they're, they're it kids. It was, it's so good. Like, I'm like, fuck. Every character is, is nicely fleshed out. Like, it's yep. very, it's, like I've I've really really enjoyed Johnny over the last couple episodes. Like yeah, like like for such little time we get exactly what we need to know. But it's just the moment like that where he calls him Dougie. It's immediately like you you understand like you, we know the history, but this just kind of adds to it. It's like it just it. in it, the line, right? Just in the line. It's like it's like this is how they used to be. There used to be a life before all of this. And right. Gigantic fly running in my face. Um, help me, help me. Uh, <laughs> <is Abna? laughs> so, yeah, you're uh, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> fly speaks English. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? <laughs> it's so that movie's so good. I am not, I, I, I hope the sequel is good. Me too, Beetlejuice 2. I hope it's yes. good. I don't know if it will be good. I don't uh, think so either. The only thing I want is it landed on my hand. The I only thing I want time. is the score is the score to be 
half as good as the original. That's all I ask. Uh, Ralph and I were talking about this earlier. I don't want to speak for Ralph. It's definitely my favorite score. I think and the it's one my that favorite. I've listened, and it's the one that I've listened to the most in my life. Yeah, It's More a than really Pee-wee. good score. More than Pee-wee. I love wow. Pee-wee. But I've listened, I listened... Well, because the thing is, I didn't have Pee-wee until I was well into my 30s. Because I didn't want to buy it because I thought it was incomplete because I had back to school on back it to too. School. So I was waiting for when the actual score was going to come out. So I bought Beetlejuice instead. I see. So you had but Pee is my favorite film. But it's, I just, part of the charm of Beetlejuice is it was this guy, this director who hadn't been given a chance. He did Pee-wee with no budget and they gave him a kind of budget on a really weird film. And it still feels kind of handmade and mm. kind of alternative. And I don't, I don't think that that could be recaptured that kind of. Oh yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. You can't do that. There, I, I don't know if any filmmaker could like, no, that's it right. feels like, it, I mean, sometimes like some of the sets, it feels like it's a, like for a high school play or something like, Oh, it's a yeah. window pane being suspended by fishing line. Like, and, but it's got yeah. such heart. It's a, it's, it's a, a film that's clearly um, made as a vision as a, a, he's doing his best to bring this to you. You know, yes. and you're right. I don't see that that particular aspect of it cannot be recaptured. He ha- he would have to like strip down to like to his, like his the essence of it. Like yeah, to his underwear, of course. Right. Um, but like who he was when he was uh, animator doing doing things all by himself and stuff like that's it feels very personal and very handmade, even more than Pee Wee, I think, because he yeah. has the means, right? I get that. Kiwi, yeah. he was trying to, he wanted to make sure that he was satisfying fans of that character of the stage show and stuff like that. I don't, I don't even know if it and was it, that it was, purpose, but I think he was just trying to make a movie on so little money and have it have some right. sort of artistic integrity to it. Like, I don't, I, I think it was to make a movie period. And that was it. It just turned out to be a really, really good one. Just, just hope to put something in the can at the end of the day. That was the goal. If you listen to the commentary, like they they had to fight for the film be, the film was supposed to be mixed in mono, like it was like it was there was no expectations for this thing, there was what? no money. We're not going to pay for it to be mixed in stereo. That's so stupid. Not even surround sound. <laughs> Who would do that? Warner the, Brothers, nineteen eighty six. So so is that why we hear page turns and and podium taps on the soundtrack? Like was the oh, soundtrack? For... I don't know. Well, I mean, that's also on Beetlejuice too. I don't know. I no, just that's what that's... I'm saying is Beetlejuice is like the soundtrack sounds like the orchestra's probably like 20 guys. It's like a 20 yeah, person orchestra. It's, like it's, it's a, def- like a like very you could small hear the room in yeah. the Beetlejuice where like and like Rob says the conductors... I know exactly where every page turn is. You could hear every Oh man. Page turn. All right. <laughs> Not this every page turn, but every page turn that you could hear, I know exactly where it is. I got to right. Yeah, okay. So I want to listen to this with earbuds cuz that's that's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm like, I, I know it's going to be a full orchestra. It's going to be a big thing. And I don't know if I want to hear the uh, 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 new Beetlejuice theme through a full orchestra. Like, and like, right. Over, like, but he's also the person who, when he was tasked to do the Psycho remake, which I'd like to remind you is something that exists. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. he was, you know, very conscientious for how, down to how things were mic'd back in the the, the way the original score yeah. was done. So I would hope that he would have that some sort of um, Can I do, so, perspective so, on his own work to know what made that work back then. Back in 96, when I started working at Disneyland and I had my own money to spend mm-hmm. and I was able to start expanding my listening of, of um, soundtracks and scores, I was able to just stop at Tower on the way to work. Um, wow. And I picked up, Psycho and Vertigo from Vrez Sarabond. And mm-hmm. the they were re-recordings. They were the Joel McNeely oh. recordings. And they're very they're it sounds like it's in the cathedral and it's very echoey and stuff. Uh but then Elfman's recordings for they're perfect. the uh, for yeah, for the uh for the remake. It's mm-hmm. my preferred version of that score. It sounds so original? clean as far as the recording goes. Uh-huh. 
Like it's, it's as more good. dynamic, I'm sure. Like just better. But it's equipment but it's so it sounds so flat. It doesn't yes. sound like this. It doesn't sound. There's no echo. It doesn't sound like it's in a big recording studio. It literally sounds like you're listening. You're standing in the middle of like probably like twenty musicians on strings. Like it's so. It's it's like not grand. Like it's so good, and that's what that's what um, uh, Bernard Herman did with um, Hitchcock when they went and did Psycho. Is they went and made a low budget movie after he had already gained success, and so it's like. They kind of went back to their roots, and and so that score sounds like not cheaper. Just it's it's less. down to its basic elements. It's it's yeah. it's exactly what it needs. But that, that Elfman um, recording is so sharp and clear, but not big. It's it's yes. hard to describe. But I then can't Elfman imagine. goes and writes music for because it's going to be a universal release, and the original didn't have like the universal logo or had a Paramount right. logo or something like that. Um, so Elfman wrote a sort of preamble for the logos because they didn't want oh, the I logos in silence. That. And it's almost like, it sounds like the orchestra, like tuning their instruments a little bit, but it's like just uh. bits of this, like, like he wrote this like 15 minute, like audio sort of teaser of what the score is going to be. And it's so good. It's so that. good. I, I highly that. recommend that version if you want to hear a really good re-recording. Because if you're going to listen to a re-recording of, of Psycho, that's the one to listen to. But I'm hoping, like, I just hope that whatever he did on Psycho, he does for Beetlejuice 2. Where it's just like, listen, let's just bring it back to how it should be. Because that score is my favorite Danny Elfman score. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and it's weird that he's doing a, a sequel to it 30-something years later. It is weird. And who wrote, is it the same screenwriter? Because that's where I think no, a lot I have of no the idea. It's, I mean, of course, it's, you know, it's Danny Elf and it's Tim Burton. They're a, a huge influence on it. But that script is bonkers. Like for that to go in and yeah. not, not even to have somebody like, I think this is going to be a Tim Burton movie. There was no established Tim Burton no. at that time. It's just a really weird movie. It's like, yeah, when they go out the door, they go to Saturn and there's giant worms that try and eat them. Like, that's a weird movie for a comedy. <laughs> and how, and, and they didn't, he wasn't their first choice for Batman. Like it, it sort of fell in his lap. It was supposed to be like, I don't know, like Ron Howard or something. It was like a bunch of other people. And then it just fell in his lap. And of course the whole thing with Danny Elfman is Morgan didn't want him to do Batman. He does comedies. He does hot to trot, <laughs> you know, he does yeah midnight run. That's it's, actually, it's that's crazy. Like, these are the things that that's what influenced the career and like it allowed it to go where it went. I was looking at this up and you, I, I I couldn't believe what you were saying that it was just a script. Like I remember we talked about a couple weeks ago about how basketball was just a script. It wasn't, you know, Trey and Matt decided to make a movie about like what if we played basketball. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, you're right. The Beetlejuice was written by a guy named Michael McDowell. And so one thing. Oh, did he die? Beetle... Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that's okay. the Passed away in 99. But then one of the things you look at Beetlejuice too, and this is never like the best sign is it has seven people with writing credits. Um, mm. We've got draft, earlier screenplay, earlier screenplay, draft, and screenplay. And then there's two people that have credit for characters. So Michael McDowell, mm. who wrote the first script, is credited with the characters. Who wrote Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, do we know? That was the original proposed yeah. sequel. Get out. Really? Yes, yeah. it was which it was for like years, which is, you know, it's like, that's bonkers. Why would you do that? But then if you look at the trajectory of the first one of the first guy who made it like in a, in a weirdness vacuum, right? Like, yeah, why would he use something? Stop. He showed the deer picture the again. Deer. God damn it. <laughs> You're being a real sour tooth. I'll be good. Oh, ooh, good. The name Maybe we should good. do awards from the rest of the, the season. Who's a sweet? Who's this week's sweet? The most tooth sour tooth. This week's sour tooth. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to see who wrote it. Do you want to? Do we want to? Do you want to leave that as a hanger and find out? Oh, there we go. Wait, what do we want to do? Jonathan Jim. That. Jonathan Jim. No, no, no. I was going to say we could leave, leave it as a teaser for next week's episode. Oh, my bad. Uh, no, it's fine. Nice job, uh, James. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> 
So are we well, done? Did we do it? I didn't see the yeah, episode, so I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. Oh, yeah, I we're think good. Uh, there's stuff. Like, there's, like, Baron Colics, why I did stuff, and but it's fine. Uh, All right. Well, I will, I will watch it. Yes. My favorite um, nightstick showed up in the, the, the PR24 nightstick, where it's the cross, where it's got the perpendicular one that Linda Hamilton had in T2. Uh, yeah. That showed up yeah. in two different what? areas. <laughs> How are you a nightstick enthusiast? How no, do you that's know the you have a nightstick. Models. What was that? That's, then you have a nightstick, right? Or you I, did? I, 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 yeah. I don't know if I still have it, but either one, yeah. Uh, so was, in your I, research I, I to, to pick out the one that you got, like you read a Consumer Reports article about different nightsticks, and that's why this is all sticking in your brain? Yeah. yeah. It's actually, really? It's actually the opposite. It's quite less interesting than that. It's, it's like the nightstick. I, it's, yeah, I couldn't name another just, one. I don't have, okay, have any okay, other okay. opinions. It's, it's like Band-Aid. Like you can't name other band other bandage brands. This is like you know right. this is the one. This is the and I, ever since you know T2. I, I just I just the way that she holds it, where you hold it with the thing and, and lines up I parallel to your forearm. Oh no, I get that's it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you get it, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, and I remember this. It's called the PR twenty four. PR stands for public relations. It's for the 24 inches of the shaft of the nightstick. That might be that might be uh, urban legend, but I'm just going to say it like it's true. It, it makes sense. And I'm just going to assume it's true and not look it up. There yeah. you go. And that's how we move forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Hi, everybody. We're the Darmalars. We, uh, we used oh, to shit. Be a that lost was our podcast. pre-credit sequence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we listen to, now we watch Sweet Tooth and listen to the Beetlejuice score. <laughs> and, and for you all news about open, so. yeah, well if the window is open right. I think it's it's time to wrap it up right time to go. yeah there's like people yelling outside and birds yeah. and airplanes alright yeah, uh, everybody thanks for joining us uh, if, if you're not listening to this let us know and we can tell yes, you where, yes, we, where you can listening to us and uh, have a great week I look forward to the next episode and I, maybe next week we can get some thoughts from Ryan on, maybe uh, on this, this I'll watch it. Maybe, maybe I'll just withhold. All right, that's way. Next episode is <laughs> how to hear it your thoughts on Bobby. How it started, uh, how it's going. Oh, great! Oh, so we'll probably get some. Maybe we'll get some Abbott and Johnny flashbacks. Yeah, oh, oh, that'd be, I'd be into that. Ooh. I think. I feel like that would make sense. Yeah, like then he's like about to press the button, and then they go. All his history of like not blowing up. Like every time Johnny keeps him pressing <laughs> the button on a bomb. He just doesn't do it this week because he yelled at him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) All right. Speak for yourselves, everyone.